This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser on Bloomberg Radio. Yes, indeed. Bloomberg Business Week on this Thursday. Carol Master along with Kaylee Line. So, Kaylee, we highlighted a story last week. It was about top business schools seeing a surge in applications this year as people are facing really a pandemic-stricken job market. And so they're looking to figure out ways to boost their prospects. So we want to talk about that and so much more uh, with our guest. Bill Bolding is the Dean and J.B. Fuqua Professor of Business Administration at the Fuqua Business School, School of Business. Let me say it again. The Fuqua <laughs> School of Business at Duke University. And uh, Dean Bolding joins us uh, uh, on the phone from Raleigh, North Carolina. Dean Bolding, nice to have you here with us. Um, how are you? I think the last time we talked in was in August. You guys, your school was in phase three. I think you're in phase four. Tell us how everything's going. Yeah, well, thank you for having me back. Yeah. And uh, and thank, thank you for giving me this excuse about Friday brain. I'm claiming that before I say anything. <laughs> I, I say uh, it on Monday be, sometimes. I'm just going to warn you. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, what, what's the excuse I use for every other day? Uh, Fair enough. So it's, it's, been, it's been a crazy time. Uh, yeah. It's been such a difficult time in so many ways for so many people. Uh, but we've been able to, we've been able to open up. Uh, we've been operating in, in kind of this, what I call fidgetal world, combined physical and digital, uh, where some people are physically present in the building. Some people are participating virtually, but we're making it all work and we're keeping our community healthy, which is our, our number one priority, then followed by number two, delivering on our mission. So, uh, so far so good, but these are far from simple times. Yeah. Do you have a plan for next semester, for the next academic year, which people are likely applying to now? I mean, what's it going to look like a year from now? So a year from now, uh, there's always uh, some danger in expressing certainty about what the future brings with the pandemic. But our, our certainly our hope is that we will have a vaccine in place for the, the next academic year and that we will be able to resume what is closer, at least, to, to normal operations in terms of people being in classrooms without having to worry so much about physical distancing, uh, masking and testing, and, and all the things that make it possible for us to be together. So our hope is that, that uh, a year from this fall, we're, we're back in much more of a normal rhythm. For the spring, it, it does not look like uh, we'll see big changes, though. Yeah, yeah, it's really, you know, tell us, you know, how it's going in North Carolina specifically. I mean, because I do, you know, what's interesting, Dean Bolding, is that we've seen, we were talking to folks in the entertainment industry, how they create kind of bubbles and zones. And I feel like education, to some extent, has been able to to, to create some very successful bubbles. Um, do you feel that way? Are you happy with how things have worked out based on some of the systems that you have set up? I, I am happy. Yeah. It, it, it's what's interesting is there's a difference between the kind of bubble that we can create and the bubble you can create for, say, the the NBA, where yeah. they were very very successful, where they literally did have a bubble. But for our community, everybody goes home. At least I hope they're leaving the building at night, and so they're they're leaving our building and and entering into kind of an unknown environment in terms of our ability to monitor. So we're doing everything we can that's under our control in terms of we're, we're testing our students uh, at least twice a week, uh, making sure that, that they remain negative and, and have all kinds of protocols in place. But ultimately, what makes everything work is to have our community follow the guidelines of suggested behavior around mask wearing uh, and, and social distancing and avoiding large gatherings. And there, I just give all credit to our community 
for exhibiting the kind of behaviors that allows us to keep our doors open. Yeah. What about outside of Duke? I feel like a huge part of business school is the networking and, you know, the shaking hands, which clearly isn't happening right now. How how are you helping students find opportunities in this kind of environment where they're not able to do that? That's a that's a great question. And one of the things that that's really been uh, rewarding to see is that even even without the ability to, to physically shake hands, that we're using technology in ways that, that really is keeping these connections warm, uh, keeping the opportunities alive for all of our students in terms of the, the kinds of connections that we can build. And so technology has been just really fantastic in terms of our, our ability to get companies and individuals in front of our students to allow them to network with our community. And in some ways, the technology has allowed us to more easily bring people together who are physically, you know, geographically distant, that we can hold events that, that create more opportunities for our students. So there I, I feel really good about what we've been able to do to, to maintain the, the networking, which is an important part of a business school experience. Dean Bolden, we saw, you know, we mentioned a story that was about some of the elite business schools, the top U.S. business schools, enjoying a double-digit surge in applications this year as people were facing kind of a pandemic-stricken job market and they were really looking to boost their prospects. Are you guys seeing that? Yes, we, we saw uh, double-digit increases across all of our programs. And uh, having said that, I would not wish uh, you know, the negative uh, economic consequences on anybody just so we can have more applications. But the reality is that in terms of business school applications, they're typically counter-cyclical with the economy. And so when things are not as robust, you're not going to have as many opportunities to get promoted, to, to get the, the job that you want, and right. so it becomes more important to, to build the capabilities that you need to succeed and to be able to stand out in what becomes a more difficult job market. And so, yes, we, we are seeing uh, this, this very big increase in applications. So far, it looks like we'll see the same thing in in this coming year as well. And Bill, we were just talking about the surge in applications business schools have seen uh, as a result of the current economic state we find ourselves in. But that's not the case for all demographics. There's been a problem with international students. They're down some 14 percent. At Duke, though, it's basically flat. Correct. Uh, I I think that we've been a bit different from the, the rest of the industry because we led uh, efforts to make sure that it was clear that that international students would be welcome in the United States and welcome on our campus. And I think that 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 made a a very meaningful difference. And uh, we worked very hard with the students that that we had accepted to, to keep in touch with them, to make sure that we could help them get into the country and be patient as they work through their visa issues. So uh, so we we look a little bit better than our peers on that front. Yeah, it is. It you know, I feel like there's anybody who's in the world of education and academia. There's just so many things, you know, up in the air, and we're just looking for some transparency. It feels like you have a little bit more. It was it was good to hear you say that you hope next fall that we are uh, more normal. I do wonder too, Bill, in in terms of your planning going forward. I was talking with. Uh, a CEO of a major airline, like this is kind of our new world order and we have to be ready for things like this, you know, coming down uh, in the future. That's right. I mean, there there's a level of volatility and uncertainty that, that's really unprecedented for our lifetimes around around these things, which we haven't had to deal with before. And yeah. so 
we, we just have to have more agility. And from our point of view, we have to prepare people to go out into the world that, that have that kind of agility and adaptability to these wildly changing circumstances. Well, Bill, and I do wonder, because you, you know, your interest in, and I'm thinking about your teachings, you, you know, you look at leadership, you look at how managers make decisions. And I do wonder how, I hate to say this is a great teaching moment, but I do wonder, <laughs> it is a great teaching moment, right? That I think so many CEOs had the rug pulled out from under them thinking, you know, some had to pivot very quickly. Some, they thought their businesses were going to fall apart. And then all of a sudden they found new demand and then had to struggle with supply chains. I mean, this really has opened up I feel like a lot of discussions when it comes to maybe the teachings at business schools like your own. I, I, I do. I think you know, many CEOs have referred to this time as, as being a, a defining moment. And uh, what, what it's really brought into sharp relief is the capabilities that, that one needs as a leader, that you, you have to combine what I call IQ, uh, the intelligence to be able to assess the environment and come up with a, a winning plan the EQ to understand that you've got a team that's going to be extremely stressed, anxious, worried about their health, worried about their job, worried about their families, and uh, and the ability to bring them together with common purpose. And then the DQ or the decency quotient to actually care about the members of your team and, mm-hmm. and make sure that they feel valued and therefore give their very best under circumstances, which are incredibly trying for everyone. And so the, the leaders that have been able to kind of put that magic formula together are finding success in these very, very difficult times. And, and other, other organizations are, are finding this just exceptionally challenging to, mm-hmm. to, to really have positive results. Well, Bill, you mentioned difficult times and this uncertainty companies having to really navigate challenging waters here. And I wonder how how you're telling your students to approach that when they leave Duke, knowing they're going in, out into all this uncertainty. What's your advice to them? Yeah, my, my advice is that, that the world needs you now more than ever, that, that during, during this crisis, which, which I really consider to have four different dimensions, you obviously have the health crisis, you have the, the, the economic crisis, you've got a crisis around racial equity and justice, and those three crises combined have exposed a fourth crisis, which is a crisis of leadership. Mm-hmm. And so now more than ever, we need talent to go out and provide the, the assurances, the capability to bring people together to solve some of these really serious problems in society and, and really make the world a better place. So, so this is, you know, in the midst of feeling down and, and a sense of loss about everything, I keep reminding them, this is your time. This is your mm-hmm. time to, to go out and really make a difference in the lives of other people. All right. I saved kind of maybe a silly question for the last uh, minute here, but I do wonder, uh, Bill, you know, the Bloomberg Business School rankings, we rank business schools. How do you feel about them? I mean, I know like rankings can be all over the place, uh, but I know that they can have an impact. I just wondered what you what, what you think about all of these rankings. Unfortunately, I only saved about 45 seconds, so don't be mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, let's just say that, that the, the the Bloomberg Business Week ranking has been our friend, where where we've been ranked number one. Yeah. Uh, recently, it's been less friendly, but we always pay attention, and I think that the rankings uh, the rankings are intended to help uh, the the students and prospective students, and they're intended to help us really get an outside view around how how we're doing. So, 
uh, for all of the things that, that make you go, ah, uh, <laughs> there, 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 there's, there's something there that, that's intended to be helpful. Well, I hope once the world reopens, because we uh, have done remotes for both TV and radio where we come to a business school and we talk with the dean and professors and students. I hope that uh, we get an opportunity to do that once the world reopens. Uh, dean Bill Bolding, he is Duke University's Fuqua School of Business. Dean there, uh, joining us on the phone from Raleigh, North Carolina.